All righty. Everyone has called for it. Charles, when are you going to go back into book reviews? Well, listen, we got a couple of book reviews that are going to be coming up. So without further ado, the top book that I have read this year, you know, you guys know that I love health and doing not only the right item with it, but doing something that is easily compoundable, easily teachable, and there's some science behind it. It's not like me where I say, oh, it feels good, and I see good results, and I'm running faster, or I'm stretching, and I'm actually having a better performance in a triathlon, or whatever the case is. There is actually science behind these books, and that's the thing is that when I write my book in 10 years, I'm not going to be able to do anything when it comes to science-based, but thank God there are science-based books out there. So today we're going to be talking about the Alzheimer's, the end of Alzheimer's, which essentially it's the only provable, as the author says, the only provable way to actually mitigate scientifically and listen, the beginning part of the book is quite scary. So you have you have a portion of the book which goes over that he tried to get funding for all of these studies because he just started realizing, okay, the area of the brain, we'll just restart that for a second, is that you have a portion of the brain that obviously goes through dementia or Alzheimer's, or you start losing memory, and, and they call it a senior moment. And then what they do is they do brain scans, and they see a healthy brain and a not healthy brain. And they, they see in there that there's this, I think it's a protein that forms. And over the decades, they thought that that protein is what's eating away at the brain. They thought that that was the thing they needed to target. Okay, so here's a, a small example is Zoloft. Zoloft, essentially, it, it, you have bad emotions. So Zoloft is something for people that are going through problems and they need something that essentially they don't want to feel bad emotions. But this is the thing is that Zoloft actually shuts down the emotional connection in general. So you literally have, not only do you not have bad emotions, but you don't have good emotions. So you're apathetic, you have no emotions. You're just going through life emotionless. So that's the way that these big pharma companies work is they see something that's in healthy patients and then something that's in unhealthy patients and then they kind of just reverse engineer and say, well, in the brain, they don't have this thing that's coding and eating away at the brain. And what they found is as they've targeted that, I think it's a protein, as they've targeted that protein in the brain, it's had no effect. And it's, and, it's, and it's started to, they started to target that in the brain by taking pills and everything else, and it's had no effect. And by the way, these drugs, they're still on the market. And what they noticed, this guy talks about, the author of the book, he says, th that is actually there to aid the brain. It is there to aid the brain. So these big pharma companies are essentially targeting something that is supposed to be a good thing for the brain. I swear to God. Do you understand how insane that is? They are literally targeting something that is supposed to aid the brain. It is still on the market, these drugs, and people are still buying it, and there is no scientific 
effect. Maybe there's cases of it, but how do you actually target it's the case of the drug and not of their lifestyle? So as he goes into the book is that your lifestyle, there's three things that he talks about and I've notes to the right here, so bear with me. So the first thing is inflammation. They have, so there's three things that cause, and by the way, ironically enough, that the things that cause Alzheimer's and dementia are also the same things that cause cancer. All right. That's not good to know because you will probably get cancer before dementia and Alzheimer's because it usually happens at a later stage after you've compounded these things that I'm going to be talking about over decades. So if you could just take some of this out, it will not eliminate, but at least it will give you a smaller chance of getting dementia and Alzheimer's in the future. So essentially, there's three areas. Number one is inflammation. Number two is toxic exposure. And number three is shortage of brain-boosting nutrients, okay? So essentially, I just wanna make sure that we're still good to go. Um, it's reloading, I have no idea why, on, uh, on YouTube. But it, it essentially, he, and by he I mean the author goes over these three areas um, and personally, you could say a lot about it, but what I took away is what you consume food-wise, your mental health, your, and essentially the compounding of not exercising. So inflammation is all over the place. That is sugar, that is gluten, that is hormones from meat that you eat, that these animals are essentially giving to you and before they're they're die they're, before they're killed they're essentially uh not having the best of lives so those stress hormones that you are now eating is going into you or the stress hormones that are released right before their death is going into you which is cortisol not good imagine eating that and by the way uh great great unbelievable fantastic love the documentary that chris mentioned Chris, if you're watching, please put it down in the comment section because I uh, did not. Uh, I forgot the name, Game Changers on Netflix. Highly recommend you check that out. So number one, and by the way, toxins could be a lot of toxins, okay? It could be the deodorant that you use. The deodorant that you put on your armpit has aluminum in it. By the way, turn it around and see, it's a huge percentage. It could be up to 10 to 15% is aluminum. Aluminum, a metal is going into you. Sitting inside and getting all of these negative ions instead of positive ions, which is outside in nature. Again, ill health, not exercising are the, harm, the hormones that they talk about. So just go over this scenario. And before I go into that, you know, I, we all probably have or will experience dementia in someone that we actually know. And the cases that they go over, it's kind of... Um, you know, disheartening to see older people you know very well, and then they just start getting dementia. So imagine this scenario, and he goes down it very quick. He goes, you are waking up, you get out of bed. Oh, by the way, we're not even starting at the night before, but maybe get out of bed. You immediately are thinking of the day ahead, and then you get stressed out. 
cortisol starts running throughout your body. And you didn't really have a good night's sleep because you went to bed at midnight. You ate right before then. So your brain was not able to clear out all of the toxins, or I'm sorry, uh, they call it esophage or something. I forgot the name of it, but your brain clears out all of the toxins every single night down your spinal fluid. And that is one of the top reasons that you should not eat right before going to bed because all of your all of your energy will be used to digest the food instead of doing all of that in your brain and clearing it out. So your feet barely hit the f- the floor before you start stressing out the day. You grab a typical American breakfast, which is milk. That's not good, okay? Milk is an animal from, I'm sorry, milk is something for a, a baby calf of another animal, okay? Then you have co- coffee, which is a stimulant. Then you have cereal, which is not real grains, trig- triggering a hefty dose of inflammation. Taking another step towards insulin resistance and poking holes in your gastrointestinal tract with the gluten, okay? Gluten is Latin for glue. It cannot be actually digested by the bodies, by the body. So do not go gluten-free, please. Uh, someone actually brought it up, so I appreciate you guys. Someone actually brought it up, and uh, I now have gluten-free oats every single morning and peanuts, which is a healthy fat. Help. Healthy fat is not bad for you, okay? There is this big thing in the 50s where they tried to put fat as the bad thing and sugar as fine, okay? But fat is good. Good fat is good, not bad fat, okay? There's, there's not all fat is created equal. Rushing out of the office, rushing to the office, keeping stress levels high, producing cortisol, damaging brain neurons, jumping into a car without exercising, minimizing the sun exposure, which is vitamin D. Stress keeps on going, eliminating or at least reducing interpersonal interactions, keeping it trite and unpleasant. Then lunch consists of deli meats and white bread, injecting yourself with hormones and antibiotics. Yum. Three areas of focus, I already went over it. You've covered it before lunch. Inflammation, which includes gluten, it includes sugar, toxic exposure. That's obviously things that you put on your hair, you know, all throughout your body. Toxic exposure is also not even going into the sun, which is vitamin D, and a shortage of brain-boosting nutrients. Brain-boosting nutrients is going to the gym. It is also eliminating stress. And then obviously you work late, you're craving a late night snack, something sugary, making insulin levels skyrocket right before bed and keeping it high while sleeping and then you redo that the next day. Compound that over a couple of days, years, months. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what happens. This book is amazing. And one of the best things I'm gonna say about it is this, this thing that I got out of it which is our bodies are complex systems. Rather than viewing the brain as an individual organ distinct from the rest of the body, we must recognize that our cells and physiological systems work as a whole. What makes one system flourish or fail often makes the other unseemingly unrelated systems also flourish or fail. So in other words, you are essentially 
Best example is at fascia. Fascia is right below the skin, connecting muscle tissue between each other. Yes, obviously muscle, muscles are connected to tendons, or bones, other muscles, and joints. And essentially, you also have fascia, which is if you have upper back problems, it might be because you're hunched over and you need to stretch your lower back. Or maybe you have lower back problems and you need to stretch your legs. It's because it's all connected. It is all connected. If you want to read deeper into this, Dr. Dave, David Perlmutter has an incredible book out there, and he talks about it in Brain Grain. And essentially in there is that your gut is, it has microbiome in there that it translate. it's the second brain they talk about, is that what you eat, you become, number one. So you eat sugar, you become sugar, okay? Literally, literally. Your cells use what you eat to reproduce for energy and to become that. And then when you essentially keep on doing that, you're now training your gut and your brain and your habits to keep on doing that. The opposite is true, okay? I cannot stress this book enough. I cannot stress this book enough. It will be the future of society. So we talk about freedom, okay, in America. We talk about freedom. We talk about that we have the right to choose. We have the right to choose our job, our life, what time we wake up to go to the gym, not to go to gym. The problem is with that is there is no discipline, okay? So instead of talking about rights, we should be talking about responsibility. And this is not responsibility where someone is maybe felt a little uncomfortable. This is talking about if you are not taking care of your body, if you go, th if you intentionally do this to your body and you go and you don't get a stroke by compounding what I just talked about or cancer, which is inflammation of the cells, if you do not get a dis-ease of the body, then you're essentially putting your risk, you're, you're essentially putting yourself at an extreme risk of dementia. And guess who gets to live with that? Your children your spouse, your friends, your family. It's selfish. If you do not take care of your body, you are essentially being selfish because guess who else is gonna be taking care of your body? Who I just mentioned. And trust me, uh, my grandma had Alzheimer's. It is not, and she lived to an extreme ripe old age of I think 96. And it was very difficult. And I'm not calling anyone that does that intentionally. She was not intentionally doing that. This information just came out, okay? She lived in an era where it was, she was thin as a rail, but all of the bad food, not knowing because there is nothing being pushed out there. There is so much science now that if you intentionally do not do what is needed right now, it is gonna hurt your bank account because you're gonna be going to the doctor. It is really gonna crush your bank account if you get a disease. It is going to implode your bank account if you have to sign up and do something like chemotherapy or pills or go through something. And what also radiates throughout, throughout the body, which is up there, and I think honestly the top thing that you should be looking at is the mental portion of it because cortisol is not the best thing for you, 
All right. So I highly recommend you guys picking up the book. It is an unbelievable book that literally translates through what to do. It goes over the science and the backstory of it. And then it goes over what to do right now, what to eat, to exercise, to sleep, everything. And it's the top book. I'm going to recommend it. I'm going to put it up on uh, YouTube. I'm sorry, Instagram. And hopefully some people, there's a link below. If you want to support the channel, awesome. If not, um, it is what it is. But that in of itself is those three things, inflammation, toxins, and obviously the book explains all of that. And yes, Charles, why don't you give us more information about it? that toxins, and obviously brain nutrients, which is good fat, which is peanuts and nuts and avocado. Bad fat is obviously, you know, meats consumed with dairy. You know, it, it's, it's all in there. But have an amazing day. If you guys have any questions, leave in the comments below. I'm going to be doing a lot more book reviews. I cannot stress this book enough. It is very scientific. It might go over your head. He'll tell you what chapters to skip if you don't want to go over the science. But outside of that, it's an amazing read. Have an amazing day. 